0: So, Welcome to the don't, great you podcast. Shut your ass up!
1: <laughs> <laughs> you said this is my job. I'm going to do it. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right, all right. <laughs> Welcome to the great podcast, the show where we take a look at the important men and women of history and decide once and for all if it is worth all the fuss. My name is Jordan. And
0: my name is David, if it is worth all the fuss. Right,
1: they. They. But, you know. We, we got it. It was pretty good. Got it in one. It was close. You know, yeah. we're, we're getting better at this,
0: <laughs> I think.
1: <laughs> well,
0: we'll see. We shall see. All right, all right. So, this is going to be a long one. Let's hop right into it. Thank you for joining us today for episode four of season one. And before we begin, though, I thought I might explain just a little bit, because I don't think I really explained what we're doing. Like, I explained kind of the format of the show but mm-hmm. so for season one this first season that we're doing we're going to look at important people from the early roman empire up until the fall of the west we're not going to cover every emperor because not every emperor is very interesting if you want that you can right. check out roman emperors totalis Rankium, where they go through every single one even the really boring ones we're going to cover the interesting or important ones and then also a few people who aren't roman emperors that were tangential to rome Uh, I won't spoil any of that, but it'll be pretty fun. So there'll probably be about 20 episodes in season one, and then we will shift focus to a different time period, a different country. Cool. Cool. Perfect. Anyway, let's pick up where we left off last week. So blood is running through the streets of Rome. Caligula, the afflicted has been assassinated by a group of Praetorians and noblemen. Finally. I know. A violent battle rages in the streets as those loyal to Caligula try to get their revenge. And then the people who hate Caligula are trying to murder everyone related to him. Naturally, right. Meanwhile, another group of men with swords has breached the palace. Caligula's wife is cut down and their infant infant daughter's head is smashed against a wall. The plan is to wipe out the Imperial family and the Senate even has hopes that they can go back to the Republic of Old, which by this (laughs) point is...
1: Oh no, like 80 years ago. yeah, yeah there's, there's too many people that are like, no, no no, no 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 no, no, no. no. having that ultimate power thing it's pretty nice it's it pretty is cool. it is, it is.
0: So while the soldiers hunt through the palaces palaces, there's multiple palaces.
1: Wow. While fancy. the soldiers
0: hunt through the palace, one of them notices something, a pair of feet poking oh, out beneath a curtain. <sighs> he pulls back the curtain to find a member of the imperial family. Now, I mentioned this man briefly last episode. Can you take a guess based off the remaining people on the family tree who this is?
1: No. Is it Claudius?
0: Mike. Is it Claudius? It is Claudius. (laughs) He's like one of the only ones not crossed (laughs) off. (laughs) I was like, uh. (laughs) Do you remember anything about Claudius? No. He's the guy (laughs) who Caligula didn't kill because he thought he was just a fool. Oh right, and okay. just mocked him. He's yeah. his, he's uh, Caligula's uncle. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's about fifty at the time. It is suspected that he had cerebral palsy. That's what okay. we think now is gotcha. probably what he had because he he limped, he mm-hmm. drooled a bit, and he sputtered when he talked.
1: Yeah, okay. So to them, he was a monstrosity. Right. Because how dare you yeah. not be perfect? If you're not a perfect human, what's going on? Right. So he is the brother to Germanicus.
0: Right. Our boy. Um, so he survived simply because Caligula cruel and mm-hmm. wanted to keep him around essentially as his court jester. Right. To mock a him. Walking joke. Yeah. Yep. Um, because of this Caligula not only kept him alive, but also didn't view him as a threat to the throne. Right.
1: Yeah. Cause he was like,
0: what? He can't lead anything. No one's going to like this guy. Right. But the Praetorians saw an opportunity because they don't want to go back to the. The Republic? No, they have power. Yeah, no. That's that's the money. So within a day of Caligula's assassination, Claudius paid each of the Praetorians 15,000 sesterces. (laughs) Gotta pay those boys. That'll do it. Yep. The Senate was quickly put in their place by the Praetorians. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. no. Republics are for nerds. That's right. We don't do that here. And Claudius was firmly in place as the new (laughs) emperor. But Claudius is not who we're talking about today.
1: What? Did he immediately die? Well, I guess I'll find out. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no.
0: I mean, remember, we skipped Tiberius. That's fair.
1: And he had a 23-year reign. Oh, that's true. Just we're only we're doing the cool ones, yeah. or the interesting ones.
0: And I was kind of torn on Claudius, but as you'll see, Claudius was around for some important things, but it wasn't really him most of the time
1: doing it. I mean, to be fair, he was 50 and just kind of put there as a figurehead so the Britannians could get paid. Yeah, So
0: The first thing he did... Was went up, went around, captured, and executed Caligula's assassins.
1: Uh, quote,
0: you may not have liked the dude, but you can't go around killing emperors. End quote.
1: Well, I mean, you know, he's not wrong. You don't, want, a, you don't, a want, fair you don't want those people around. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's a
0: fair stance. <laughs> kind of a job security for you. Right, right, right. Next, he banned the treason trials. Yay! Yeah, but actually yay <laughs> okay okay all right <laughs> we, we've heard this a couple times did. uh-huh <laughs> but uh yay they're gone <laughs> wow. along with this he undid many of the unpopular stuff that uh much of the unpopular stuff that caligula had been up to he returned confiscated wealth he repealed certain legislations that were very unpopular and destroyed caligula's extensive poison collection
1: which apparently he
0: had, <laughs>
1: huh? Yeah, a little strange. I stumbled upon this, sir. Uh, what do you want to do with that? Hmm. I'd get rid of it. Poison sounds dangerous. Yeah, we should probably just dispose of that, huh? Yeah. Just pour it down the sewer. That's isn't
0: that where the drinking water is? No, 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 no. no. God, I hope not. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. How, it's not good. The assassination left him quite fearful, as one well, might expect. You know, also fair. Um, he was no tyrant like Tiberius or Caligula, but you know, you're an emperor, and mm-hmm. there's threats. You're gonna die. Like, yeah, it's definitely you gotta gonna handle happen. it. He was swift and violent in any reprisal that he had against threats. So yeah, all right. Much of this fear may have been encouraged by Claudius's wives and freedmen. Which, when I said that, most of it was other people. It'd be his wives and his freedmen.
1: So kind of... wives at the same time, or just like no, no, mul- no, no, just well, throughout time. Let's talk about his oh, first okay. wife.
0: Might not have been his first actually, but the first one while well, he's emperor. Gotcha. I actually don't remember if he had one prior. Messalina. When he ascended to the purple, she was pregnant with his first and only son, mm. and the boy was born a month into Claudius' reign. So you'll you'll notice that there's a boy attached to Claudius on the family tree.
1: Will I? Y- yes, I think. I see two women.
0: The The little boy on the bottom right of the... Well, oh, that's a boy name. Okay. Yeah, Britannicus. Sure. Okay. Is, which, which is kind of a hint as to what happens during claudius's reign yeah so let's uh let's go into messalina a bit she was not nice (laughs) she was not a nice person uh she used her power as wife to the emperor and mother to the heir to have lots of people killed anyone Uh, that she saw as a threat to her her son well yeah i gotta preserve that bloodline oh yeah not gonna happen so julia lavilla who is one of the sisters of caligula okay remember she had been exiled for plotting to kill caligula along with one of her other sisters, Agrippina. Yes. So both of them were brought back when Claudius ascended. Mm -hmm. And very quickly, Julia Villa was re-exiled by Messalina, (laughs) like we're talking within
1: months, (laughs) and then killed. She's like, no, 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 I can't have other influence here. Get, no, go away. Get out of here. Just get out of (laughs) here. And on top of the murders, she was also
0: a known adulterer, the thing that she often accused people of to get them executed. Well, you know. You know. Just, projection what are you gonna do yeah she had many lovers yeah. and it appears that claudius did not know or turned a blind eye to her infidelity yeah. but then she done messed up seven years into claudius's reign messalina married one of her lovers gaius Silius. okay just openly you might be asking yourself <laughs> what do you mean she married him isn't she married to the emperor yeah and your confusion is well-founded. Right, okay. <laughs> it's unclear even to historians and people of the time what she hoped to accomplish. Just <laughs> so Claudius was off doing a religious ceremony out of the city. Okay. Like nearby. Yeah. And j- just got word
1: that <laughs> she had married this guy. Hey, sir, so uh, like your wife just married someone else well that
0: can't be we're married yeah that's yeah, what we thought you know right
1: <laughs> we're on the same page here <laughs> and it's strange because like this is
0: this was clearly a play for power but she was already the empress she and had mother the to power. The heir. yeah
1: she had like all of the power
0: right so very strange claudius was already a very fearful man now he's you know in his late 50s and figured this this is it the crazy bitch finally did it and now I'm going to lose.
1: Was she just hoping that this new husband would somehow just take power?
0: Yeah. Again,
1: we again A man that we don't know know and just, like, isn't. He he,
0: he had some power. He was an influential man, but, like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. (laughs) It makes no sense. All right. (laughs) Uh, Fortunately, Claudius didn't give up because he had his freedmen around him Mm -hmm. who were basically running the show, uh, and they took matters into their own hands. They rushed him off to the Praetorian camp so he could be safe. And then they brought Silius before him where he was promptly executed.
1: Yeah. well. <laughs>
0: they they thought about it a little, and they're like, maybe we don't bring Messalina to him and we just kill her here because he'll probably pardon her.
1: Oh, yeah. Because
0: she'll probably convince him
1: to. Yeah, she's just So crying. they did that. Oh, so they're just like, nah, we'll take care of it. We got yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she fell down the stairs. I don't know how it happened. Uh, yeah, we were bringing her here and she tripped and fell on the sword. A lot. I don't know I how don't, know don't. she had a sword, but... <laughs>
0: So, to save on time, we'll gloss over the rest of his reign, because it's not super relevant. He did some good stuff with finances and the courts. He put on lavish games. He completed the conquest of Britain.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Yep, and handed down the
0: title of Britannicus to his son. There you go. Just like Germanicus had had. Um, He also added some other provinces to the empire. This is about the only big expansion in the first century of the empire. Oh, so like semi-notable. Yeah. He just didn't do much of it himself. Well, I don't think he could. So the last important bit we must discuss is his final marriage. Mm-hmm. So take a look on the family tree and mm-hmm. find Agrippina the Younger. Yep. Okay. What is her relationship to Claudius?
1: Ah, what was Niece? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Agrippina the Younger is sister to Caligula. Yeah. And niece to Claudius. So now they got to get married.
1: Oh, he married his niece? Pretty gross. It's a little close. Yeah, b- a bit too close for comfort. Also was someone who already has uh, some issues. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Agrippina was a lot like Messalina. We're talking like we could do an episode on Agrippina because she's been through so much Yeah, that we've kind of glossed over. Um, she was vicious and ambitious, hence how she got married to her uncle. Right. You'll also notice that she has a son, yes already who is not claudius's son correct lucia uh lucius domitius mm-hmm. um and she really wants him to be the heir N- naturally naturally yeah, right it's so, her kid through malip- manipulation and an affair with one of claudius's powerful freedmen she got her wish i'm shocked and claudius adopted the boy <sighs> granting him the family name nero oh hey there you hey. go. i know that guy yeah <laughs> so that's who we'll be talking <laughs> All right. about Shortly after, to tie up the incest tree nicely, Nero was married to Claudius' daughter, Octavia. Oh, good. Yes, that's cousin. That's yes. right. Yes. Oh, great. First cousin.
1: Yeah. Well, at least at least neither of those kids are the kids of Agrippina and... Cla- did, did Claudius and Agrippina have any children mm-hmm. together? Okay. Gu- okay. Good. All right. Yep. We're so okay. some weird-ass genetics. At least they're only cousins.
0: And spoiler, Octavia and Nero don't have any kids either. All right. So. Well, at least the genetics aren't getting real messed up. Yeah. So now, with Nero named heir as still a child, mm-hmm. all that was left was for Claudius to die,
1: You're right, and maybe Britannicus to disappear. Well, don't don't jump well, ahead. I'm just saying, natural, you know, <laughs> bloodlines here. Now, Agrippina <laughs> was thinking, why leave these things to chance? Yeah, you know, I... <laughs> she got a poisoner to do
0: some naughty things to a mushroom and fed it to the emperor. <sighs> Soon, the- <laughs> oh, okay. Soon, the old man was having a nasty bout of vomiting and diarrhea. But just to be sure, Agrippina sent a doctor with a poisoned feather, which Claudius then used to try and make himself vomit more. A feather? Like stick it down your throat. Uh, and you have it. a hand.
1: Yeah. Well, why are, you, why are you sticking a feather down your throat?
0: Yeah, well, it, 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 he
1: probably wishes he hadn't. <laughs> yeah.
0: I so he died in 54 AD. He had about a 13-year reign. Yeah, I mean, he seemed like a decent,
1: a decent fellow. Yeah, wasn't well liked by the people, but whatever. Yeah, Yeah. he did not destabilize the government or the the empire, and he expanded it a little bit. Right. Yeah, it
0: was good. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was torn on whether or not to do an episode on him, but this yeah you just got the cliff notes. Yeah, that's fine. fine. So now that you know that we're discussing Nero. Uh huh. What do you know about Nero? D- nothing.
1: Just the name. I'm sure when you say things, I'll remember some stuff. But okay. off the top of my head, I just know the name Nero. He's
0: definitely one of those, like, if you walked up to someone and said, name a Roman emperor, they'd first wrongly say Julius Caesar. And then they'd probably say Nero. Right. That would, That's probably what would happen. And then they would go, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't remember. And then there's
0: like two famous quotes that once I say them, you'd be like, yes, that.
1: It seems, it, it feels like... Uh, just for the way he came into power and his mother is going to be a wild trip. Oh, just wait. (laughs) Yeah. It's a good time. All right. So let's take a look at Nero's
0: early life. He was born December 15th, 37 AD to his mother, Agrippina, the younger, Mm -hmm. who is again, sister to Caligula and niece to Claudius. That makes Nero Caligula's nephew. Yeah. Follow me. Yes. Okay. And then his father was a man named Gnaeus Domitius, Ahenobarbus, Ahenobarbus. All right. It's a badass name. Apparently, brute of a man. Violence, Sounds like it. Violent, mean, nasty. Suetonius claims he, quote, enjoyed chariot races and theater performances to a degree not befitting his position, which is uh, <laughs> <All right. laughs> a, a criticism that will be levied against Nero as well. <laughs> Apparently, Augustus publicly criticized his enjoyment of violence and the gladiatorial games.
1: Hmm. So,
0: like dude was a known kind of dickhead yeah it was like I need you to stop cheering for death all the time just
1: calm down bro (laughs) he
0: also was said uh, was heard to say that any child born between himself and Agrippina would have a vile nature and be a threat to the public
1: yeah he's just like
0: (laughs) I'm an asshole she's a crazy power hungry bitch we're well this is not gonna go well or perhaps Satonius just likes a good bit of foreshadowing yeah maybe who knows fun note from suetonius when nero was born caligula was given the chance to name the baby and hmm. eh, he looked over at claudius the court punching bag and declared the boy should be called claudius as an insult
1: uh, what <laughs>
0: yeah rude fortunately didn't happen at least in agrippina's eyes, it was yeah. fortunate in 39 ad nero's mother was involved in the plot of the three daggers this was the plot last week involving Lepidus, Agrippina, and her sister Lavilla, that then got them exiled. Right. Yep. Okay. The plot was found out. Lepidus was executed. The two sisters were stripped of their fortunes and sent into exile. Meanwhile, Nero was stripped of his inheritance and sent off to live with an aunt. He was around two, so probably doesn't recall this at all. How dare he? And then, one year later, his father died of dropsy, which is what we were talking about the other day, which is edema. You just yeah. swell
1: up and die. Yeah, well, fluid re- or fluid retention kind of makes your lungs and heart stop working properly. Yeah,
0: which is annoying. Yeah. It's really inconvenient. <laughs> it really is. Then, in January of 41 AD, Caligula found himself on the wrong side of some swords.
1: Yeah, well,
0: Claudius became do. emperor. He quickly <laughs> recalled Agrippina and Lavilla from exile. So Nero was reunited with his mother and aunt at age four. And then Lavilla was executed. (laughs) So, get that one out of here. Claudius's first wife, Messalina, then, oh, then killed off Lavilla. The crime was adultery, but political motivations were likely. The man she was accused of blinking was an important figure for our story Seneca the Younger. Okay. So bear that name in mind. Messalina also feared Nero might replace her son Britannicus as mm-hmm. heir. I wonder why she feared that. Yeah, I don't know why. Unfounded. Legend has it that she sent men to strangle the baby in his crib. So probably more the toddler in his bed yeah. at this point. Uh, they failed because they saw a snake under the boy's pillow and were like, fuck that noise, I'm out of here. Turns out it was actually a shed snake skin. Okay. And Agrippina what? had the skin gilded into a bracelet oh well and it's like why right. was there a why? snake yeah skin just there's i feel like there's something out here yeah i don't, I don't understand <laughs> uh agrippina now with a uh dead husband made moves on a powerful man named galba the, the dead husband being nero's dad, mm-hmm. if that wasn't clear mm-hmm. powerful man named galba bear his name in mind as well galba however right. he did not accept her advances <laughs> he said nah, no, no, nah, nah nah you nah, crazy. crazy you need to stop you need to stop So, Claudius reinstated Nero's inheritance, and around the same time, Agrippina remarried a man named, to a man named Crispus. Crispus was very powerful, very rich, and soon very dead. Well. Leaving his vast fortune to his adopted son, Nero. (laughs) Who wasn't called Nero yet, but, you know. Yeah. The boy was now very wealthy, Uh because his dad had also left him lots of money. (laughs) Nero got to witness his mother's cold, calculated power plays throughout his childhood after messalina made the foolish decision to marry a claimant to the throne and got killed agrippina wriggled her way in despite being claudius's niece from there she somehow managed to get nero to set up or to set nero up as the heir Mm -hmm. somehow did i say that right i don't think so okay from there agrippina somehow got claudius to set nero up as heir well there you go okay that's what i said (laughs) this despite claudius having his own son britannicus So, Nero was a little older than his stepbrother cousin, but... (laughs) (laughs) Right, yes. But, uh, yeah, it's still kind of strange that he was like, yeah, you know what, my actual son? No, it's fine. Your kid can do it. What an idiot. It was also around this time that the great thinker Seneca was appointed as Nero's tutor. According to Suetonius, the first night after being appointed tutor, Seneca dreamed that Nero became Caligula. He feared the boy would do terrible things. Or, again, Suetonius likes foreshadowing. Well, yeah. It's hard to say. In Roman times, there was no set age at which point you were like an adult. Mm -hmm. It was when your family decided that you are now an adult. That you would be released into the public life. Gotcha. Um, And thus, Nero entered public life as an adult in 51 AD at the ripe old age of 14. Well,
1: that's... Yeah, That seems pretty standard for throughout yeah. history of it, a, yeah. an adult it age. It could depend, and it was yeah. probably more the, we need you to start doing stuff right. because we
0: expect Claudius to die at yeah. some point. Yeah, He soon began sitting as a judge in the courts and hosting lavish games and celebrations. And soon after, he married Claudius' daughter, Claudia Octavia, his stepsister cousin. Right. Yes. The good family tree here. Sister cousin wife. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Is this <laughs> Alabama? What's going on? Huh? I don't know. <laughs> I suppose they wouldn't say step if it was Alabama. No. So now then Claudius died of a rather sudden bout of poisoned shrooms. So in 54 AD at 16 years old Nero became emperor. Not a good combination. No. (laughs) As he was the appointed heir this went smoothly and then he went down his checklist of things to do right away. First to kill. No 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 no. Oh okay. Address the guard in the Senate and inform them of Claudius's death. Right. Be publicly proclaimed emperor okay get carried to the praetorian camp naturally and hands out lots of money to the guys with swords
1: yes as is tradition now Easy. pretty much yeah for the rest it of is the- not even like <laughs> a question well no it's what you do this is what yeah. you do you pay yeah. the
0: praetorians and the army a bonus
1: uh-huh or else don't
0: kill me keep me safe thank you <laughs> Nero gave the eulogy at Claudius's lavish funeral. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that I've used the word lavish a few times. That's right. It's a good word. It is. It's quite lavish. All this right. speech <laughs> and those he gave to the Senate were written by Seneca, the stoic philosopher and tutor. His first speech to the Senate promised to return to the ways of Augustus and an end to the treason trials, which Claudius had Didn't definitely they... started up again. Okay. Yeah. I was like, but we yeah, already... <laughs> Yeah, after a few assassination attempts, Claudius was like, you know, God. I kind of see where they're coming from with these treason trials. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, no more of that. We're done with that shit. So, things were going well. Nero was young, but he had good people around him running the show and advising him. He had Seneca, mm-hmm. his praetorian prefect, Sextus Afranius Burris, and his mother, Agrippina. Nope. She's crazy. She's not crazy. She's just really ambitious. She's actually very smart and calculated.
1: That doesn't make you not crazy.
0: We've talked a lot about Agrippina. (laughs) (laughs) She had married
1: her uncle to secure her
0: son's adoption. It was her doing that led to Nero being appointed heir. Uh She was sister to one emperor. Yep. Niece slash wife to another. And and and
1: assassin to one. Shush. (laughs) And now mother to a third.
0: Surely this was her time to rule through her son. But their relationship was strained. I wonder why. Within the first year of his rule, the 17-year-old had grown tired of his mother's meddling. Yeah. He was the emperor. Yeah, that's right. Not her. That's right. Agrippina would not give it up easily, though. She did whatever she could to stay in power, and rumors abounded that she even had an incestuous relationship with her own son
1: to keep him compliant for as long as she could. You're 17 and the emperor. How is your mom seducing you? Yeah. The, you you could, could have all of the anyone, other young ladies. Anyone. I don't, you could have anybody. I don't... What the fuck? This should be taken
0: with a grain of salt. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot of incest going on. So it's it's a little yeah. easier to swallow that pill than if God. there was no incest and then suddenly mother-son incest. Right, Because that's a jump. It's, it's getting <laughs> kind of Game of Thrones in here. Yeah. As one might expect of a teenager becoming the most powerful person in the world... Nero acted out. Yeah. Uh, He would dress up as a freedman and roam the streets and taverns at night, picking fights and jumping people with his friends, including a young man named Otho. Another name to bear in mind. Otho. So. All right. He was also sleeping around with lots of people, yeah. including the low-born and freed women.
1: I mean, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Seventeen-year-old emperor. What are you? Yeah, do you know? yeah.
0: I'd go around I kicking people's know. asses in taverns yeah, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, massive power trip and oh yeah, a teenager
0: dude. I can't. I cannot imagine being given that much power when I was seventeen. No, like dude. No, I know how
1: stupid. I was. I was a
0: dickhead. <laughs> Claudia Acti was one of the freedmen women that he was sleeping with. The sources claim Nero really loved her and they were passionate about one another. And this obviously infuriated Agrippina. That's right. Uh, she made sure to stop the two from officially marrying. Oh my God. After all, Agrippina had worked very hard to get Nero married to Claudius, daughter. Oh, that's uh, right. He's married. Yeah. <laughs> so forgot, yeah. forgot that. Forgot right. that detail. <laughs> he kind of forgot too. Yeah. <laughs> because he despised Claudia and yeah. tried to strangle her on several occasions. Well, you know,
1: yeah, all happy marriage there. Yeah, that's
0: good. Very happy. <laughs> Seeing an opportunity to undermine this pushy mother, Seneca and Burrus, the Praetorian Prefect, were prepared to lie about Acte's heritage so the two could marry. Oh, there you go. And it would have worked, except that they were facing off against probably the most formidable woman in roman history yeah she'd been around for a minute she yeah. knows a lot yeah she exposed the plot before it could go through and people were like yeah you can't marry a freed woman oh, you, you can't stupid do that. societal hierarchy bullshit that's what i'm saying but here we can see the cracks in this trio of people guiding the young hot-headed yeah. man mm-hmm. start to form it's it's kind of falling apart agrippina could see her control over her son slipping she had wanted to rule but was rapidly being pushed aside
1: so she started to plot. Listen, lady, just chill. You could have a just a very lush, comfortable, like anything you want life. Get your hand out of the emperor and just just chill. Yeah, enjoy hand out country. of the emperor. Well, you know there was incest there, so oh. uh. <laughs> wearing him like a finger puppet. Exactly.
0: God. So she started to plot. Of course, uh, she had put Nero on the throne. So perhaps. She could get another boy to ascend in his place.
1: My God, lady.
0: Who was left alive on that family tree?
1: Who? Yeah. <sighs> Who could be I emperor? Don't, I don't remember. Well, did, did Britannicus die yet? Nope. So him, yep. (laughs) Is she gonna? Is she gonna have sex with him too, and then be like, "Hey, I want you to be emperor." He's like thirteen at
0: the time, so it wouldn't. I don't think it would stop her. I don't (laughs) think it would, but it wasn't necessary. Okay, you know, because when they're that young, you can still manipulate them without sex. Right. Right. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. That's fair. Naive. So yeah. So son of Claudius, formerly the heir to the throne. Let's put him on the throne. Yeah, the
1: one that she surpassed with her own kid. And I was like, wait a second. Yeah. No, okay. Mistakes Come, were made. Circle back to you. <laughs> you, never, you never regretted a decision? <laughs> it's just, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> so one night, the royal family was hosting some high-ranking officials at a banquet. All was going well. Discussion and laughter echoed through the spacious rooms. But then 13-year-old stepbrother of the emperor, Britannicus, began to convulse everyone froze unsure what to do (laughs) but Nero calmed them it is it's just an epileptic fit the boy has had this malady his whole life just be at ease this will pass soon the room kind of settled down (laughs) that was kind of hard to ignore the catatonic (laughs) boy sitting next to the emperor soon the rest of the family realized that Nero was wrong Oh, the boy had died. <laughs> oh, he just at the table. He just died. There. Nero asked his guards to quietly remove the That's boy. Fair. Yeah, and had him discreetly buried the next day. be
1: like, hey, uh, he's tired. He needs, he needs to go rest after go rest. that. After that little, little episode, there, some may have thought the seizure had killed the boy,
0: but most were not fooled. <laughs> Least of all Agrippina, who was no stranger to poison. <laughs> right. <laughs> And she could now see just how dangerous her position was. Yeah, you you created this monster. He sure did. Yeah. Sure did. Nero's relationship with his mother was now rapidly deteriorating. Oh yeah, yeah. Seneca sure. and Burris whispered in his ear that it was really poor optics for the emperor's mommy to be telling him what to do.
1: That's that's gonna get at any teenage boy right there. Oh yeah, you're just gonna.
0: Two years into his reign in 56 AD, Agrippina was officially removed from government affairs and from the palace itself. Yeah. A few years passed with Agrippina kind of in the background, but she was still nagging and still plotting. She needs to learn to chill. So Nero knew something had to be done, Mm -hmm. but this portion of the tale is quite confused. Our three main sources for the period are Tacitus, Suetonius, and Cassius Dio. Mm -hmm. All of them contradict each other, And themselves at times about what happened. Reliable. Yeah. So I'm going to share each of their accounts. Okay. And then we're going to decide what the true story is. We can just average all of them. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll start with Suetonius. Okay. So Agrippina had annoyed the 21-year-old to no end. Yeah. She was controlling and overly critical of her son. He vented his frustrations initially by bullying her. So he had her removed. He removed her bodyguards and revoked her titles and privileges. And whenever she went out in public, he paid people to harass and catcall her and even paid people to bring lawsuits against her just to make her life annoying. Still Nero feared his mother, rightfully. So uh, as we have seen, she was not one to be trifled with mm-hmm. Suetonius claims. He then settled on a difficult fact. Agrippina had to die. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He attempted to poison her three times. But she saved herself with antidotes because she she don't play. Yeah, yeah, she knows poison. All right. She's smart. She's very smart. Then he considered putting a false ceiling in her room. (laughs) A mechanism would then release the ceiling, collapsing it and killing his mother. This plot was revealed before it could be implemented, not to mention it was stupid. Just pay a man to stab her. Like, what? You will see that Nero has a flair for the flamboyant. God. He is an actor. I haven't mentioned that. Actor. He is an actor and a singer and a poet. Man of the theater. Yes. All right. That is, we'll talk about that in a bit, but it's important to note that he doesn't do things by half measures. Right. Finally, he decided on a boat that was designed to sink he invited his mother to come visit when her ship arrived he instructed the captain to damage their ship this would give him an opportunity to offer agrippina his own ship oh there you go uh this new ship was designed to capsize once out to sea (laughs) nero waited through a restless night to hear if the plan had succeeded do you think it worked no a freedman arrived with news (laughs) in the morning he was very happy to report that the empress had survived this horrible accident.
1: Yeah, great, thanks. <laughs> she
0: was a very strong swimmer, after all. Naturally. The freedman might have expected a relieved emperor. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, he found himself bound and gagged. <laughs> and Nero placed a dagger next to him and claimed the man had been sent by Agrippina as an assassin. <laughs> On this pretext, he ordered Agrippina arrested and executed.
1: There you
0: go. Then told the whole world she had committed suicide. <laughs> <laughs> nero then went to view his mother's corpse he ordered her stripped naked then he examined her body and remarked upon her good and bad qualities despite the encouragement of pretty much everybody uh they just wanted agrippina dead yeah like most people in society were like dude you can't yeah. have her around uh he felt very guilty for the rest of his life and claimed that he was haunted by her spirit fair enough yeah all right let's so that's that's take, take one yep all right so tacitus's tale which is a kind of a hard Cassitis's thing to say. Cassattis's tale. Laties. Right. Yeah. Uh, Nero loved a woman named Papea Sabina. Okay. The two could not marry, partly because Nero was married to Claudius's daughter Claudia, but especially <laughs> because Agrippina was around. Yeah. And she wasn't going to let that happen. Uh, and Sabina was also married to a man named Otho. Okay. The man who Otho. we were talking about yeah. before. Yeah. Who was a buddy of Nero. Sabina frequently chided her lover for his mother's ever-looming presence. And a quote from Tacitus. She plied the sovereign with frequent reproaches and occasional raillery, styling him, quote, the ward dependent on alien others, orders, excuse me, who was neither the empire's master nor his own. Okay. All right. Ruled by his mama. Yeah. Yeah. Thus, Nero began planning. He considered poisoning his mother or stabbing her. Right. But neither plan felt right. They lacked a certain pizzazz. So, he settled on crushing her with some rigging on a ship. Okay. While she was sailing to meet her son, the rigging or part of a ceiling, it was kind of unclear of the ship. Gotcha. Uh fell down on top of her and her attendants. Oh no. Similar to the room collapsing yeah. story. Uh one of these freedmen was crushed. However, Agrippina survived because the couch that she was sitting on had such tall arms that it you landed could, yeah, and yeah, yeah okay saved her once that plan failed the crew decided and eh, fuck it let's sink the ship <laughs> they succeeded in this however but she's a strong swimmer Agrippina's is a strong swimmer <laughs> her friend acaronia paula was less so okay. and she was panicking well, you're gonna drown now she screamed out to the lifeboats that she was the empress save <laughs> me save me she's hoped Oh, if they think the empress is drowning, they'll come save me quicker.
1: <laughs> they just left her. They just loved her. <laughs>
0: Better. The,
1: oh, the crewmen put... rode
0: up alongside the flailing woman and beat her to death <laughs> with their oars. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, you didn't see, but I, I made the whole, like, take an oar and just push the body yeah, down. Just get no, out of you're here. Just, eh, you're just gonna... Like the
0: meme from Always oh, John, Sunny where helping yeah. someone out. and, and you just, just push that hand them down. down. There you go. <laughs> Agrippina, meanwhile, swam to shore. Where she was met by a crowd of odd admirers. Right. Nero learned of this failing the next day, and he sent assassins to do the old stabber-to-death play, right. which was much more efficient, so if less boring. theatrical.
1: Yeah. Ah. <sighs> so that's Tacitus' tale. So, but the consistency is a boat set to kill her, and she didn't die. Yes. Two accounts of being a strong swimmer. Must be a strong swimmer. (laughs) At
0: one uh, one of the stories, I can't remember which, mentioned that she used to like dive for pearls. oh Okay, so she was in fact a very strong swimmer. Well, Cassius Dio's tale. Here we go. This one's similar to Tacitus. Sabina is again the catalyst. Mm -hmm. His love for her. However, Dio mentions that Otho and Nero were buddies, Mm -hmm. and the two enjoyed beating people up together at night. As we mentioned, this is where that part comes from. And ruffians out there. Yeah, and since Nero could not marry Sabina. Otho would marry her and the two would share her. Oh, yeah. So that's that's the kind of interesting, unique part of Cassius's story. Um, apparently, she also looked a lot like Agrippina and Nero boasted that this was precisely why he found her so attractive. Why
1: would? Why? Yeah. What? Yeah. Sabrina right, naturally didn't like
0: this. <laughs> no. And so pushed Nero to kill his mother. Uh, Seneca also encouraged this because marrying a lesser woman was better than rumors of incest with your mom.
1: Yeah, yeah. If I'd, that had I'd gotten so. to the army, they'd uh-huh. probably should be like, well, that's where i going to kill, kill him.
0: <laughs> so Nero, while enjoying one of his many shows that he watched, mm-hmm. uh, saw... A ship at one of the performances that opened by some mechanism and unleashed animals this was like in the arena oh, okay yeah 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 so it looked like a capsized mm-hmm. ship that let out animals so he came up with a brilliant idea let's make one of those that actually floats and has a, a bottom that just opens yeah Meant so to sink. while this is being built nero spent the months reconnecting with his mother because their relationship was very strained. Right. Because he needs to set up a scenario to get her on this boat. Right. So he showed her lots of kindness, love, affection, and regained her trust mm-hmm. over several months. When the ship was ready, the two of them set out on it together. Oh. They went to a few different cities along the coasts, uh, did a bunch of partying, and then he's like, all right, I'm tired. Well, mom, if you want to head back, you can take my lovely pleasure barge that we came in right, on. And, right, right go home so she did the ship broke apart as it was designed to do her friend was beaten to death in the (laughs) waters and she swam to shore all right now obviously she knew that this was an assassination attempt yeah it became very clear but she was smart so she sent a letter to nero stating that she had survived the horrible big quotes accident Accident. Mm -hmm. thank god i'm still alive thank you for being such a great son hugs and kisses yeah Mm -hmm. but then she heard that he had killed the messenger (laughs) And the jig was kind of up. <laughs> so when the assassins arrived later that night, she jumped up on her bed, ripped open her clothes to reveal her abdomen and shouted, strike here for this born Nero. Her womb, essentially. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. After she was dead, he stripped her corpse naked. He was overcome with grief and made the creepy comment. I did not know I had so beautiful a mother. You did.
1: You did. You probably you, banged her. You did know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's it. Let's uh let's decide on, on what really happened. So I think we can agree that the ship happened. The yeah. ship sinking seems to be the
1: the one thing that everyone agrees on. Yeah, I don't know. It seems it seems different but close enough to yeah. where like there was an attempt to kill her with a ship and it failed. So then he just directly had her killed. Right. Yeah. But she committed suicide, obviously. I mean you're gonna you're gonna yeah. spin it that way. Right. Right, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I, I'm thinking uh, he was in love with Sabina, mm-hmm. who was in his year. Just like you, you got to kill your mom, yeah, you really have to kill your mom. Um, and he, I think he tried to poison her, but it didn't work because she was too crafty. Mm-hmm. I like this idea that she just carries antidotes
1: around with her. Yeah, and just being, like, oh shit, well, I don't feel especially well. especially someone who has a history of poisoning. Right, she's right. like, well, you know, maybe I'm messing around with some stuff and I accidentally get a little poison on my whatever. I got to be ready. Fair. Yeah. Yep. So then,
0: uh, then I'm thinking there's actually two ships. The first one
1: he tried to drop the rigging on her, and you think that's the same ceiling ploy of the first story where the guy, yeah, ran? I don't
0: because like the ceiling doesn't seem realistic because like to go into
1: her chambers and you construct get to build a fake room essentially,
0: yeah, yeah, like I just don't see like, anyone don't not know. noticing, but like some rigging. <laughs> on a ship yeah. designed to fall i could totally see that yeah so that was and she didn't know mm-hmm. and i think that was separate she didn't know that that was an assassination attempt and then they reconnected he built a, a ship to properly sink right then it all and then he was finally like you know what if you're just gonna keep surviving i'm
1: gonna just stab you so i'm telling you like he should have just ordered a guy to stab her right like yeah <laughs> it would have been so much easier okay so that that's that's the true story yeah now officially. well i think so yeah they're, they're close enough yeah yeah so, with mommy out
0: of the way and Papea pregnant, Nero figured it was high time to divorce the wife he hated, Claudia, right. and shack up with Papea. He ended his marriage and banished Claudia. And the people were pissed. Yep. They loved Claudia. Ugh. She was a very sweet woman by all accounts, daughter to the former emperor. Uh-huh. Just noble, great, sweet person. Yeah, just here being a good person. Yeah. Nero could see it was getting really bad when the commoners started hauling around statues of the banished woman My. in protest. Yeah. 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 They would take him everywhere. Okay. And just ridicule him. So, what do you think he did? Did he bring back the treason trials? No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> No, 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 no! (laughs) Just kill them all. I don't (laughs) care. No, no. I mean, it. it, The only logical option seemed pretty
1: clear. Bring her back. Execute her. Oh my god! They can't demand she come back if she's dead. What do you what? That's called a martyr. What do you?
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? So yeah, he executed her. God. Yeah. The people are unhappy that I divorced her, and exiled her. I should probably kill her. That'll probably calm them down. Yeah. That'll that'll work. Yeah, yeah. So, so up to this
0: like point, that. Nero's reign had actually been regarded as pretty solid. Some historians, uh, I can't remember who, so I'm sorry, but there's someone who claims that the first five years of Nero's reign are like the golden years. Like oh, the like best. Everything time. was great for the people. It just was good. I don't really know why. Like, I mean, things seem to be going fine, but yeah. like the actual golden age that mm-hmm. most historians claim, like, is about 80 years away yeah so like i don't know but it was going well mm-hmm. he had good people leading behind him uh five years of this bright young man uh with solid guidance behind him um granted the young man preferred sex singing and acting to actually ruling but hey well you know still better than caligula yeah by far seneca and burris continued maintaining the stability of the empire while nero worked on his singing voice and <laughs> killed people he found annoying right but Burris died a few years after Agrippina in 62 AD. Hmm. Now, Dio offhandedly, very briefly, claims that Nero had him poisoned for being too blunt when speaking <laughs> to the emperor. Um, that's the only place I saw that, and most people say he probably just died. Okay. Um, and Dio, like, doesn't go into it. He's just like, yeah, he, he was a bit blunt, and then he killed him. Anyway, moving that's on. That's it. Continue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carry on. So Tacitus tells us that this was the point at which Seneca's power also faltered. Mm-hmm. Uh, once burris was gone seneca kind of whoop. so seneca requested to retire several times but nero denied him <laughs> Seneca was like ah i want to go chill yeah, i just want to no. be done this a lot bro <laughs> no so uh seneca left the court essentially and worked on the encyclopedia and philosophy book for which he is now famous okay that is that is what he is known for so he's still part of the court but he's kind of off doing his own mm-hmm. thing thus the people holding it all together were gone and then the great fire hit. The great fire. You might be familiar with the saying, Nero fiddled while Rome burned. That's one of the famous dumb lines that people know about Nero.
1: No, I don't know that, but I do know of the great fire yeah, of Rome.
0: So there's his, a legend that while this great massive fire that we'll talk about in a second was going on, Nero fiddled and watched. Which is dumb because the fiddle didn't exist. And then people right. go, oh, it was a liar, actually.
1: Well, fuck you. Well, that's not a fiddle. So, yeah. and,
0: <laughs> and it's not true. But so in July of 64 AD, a fire started somewhere on the Aventine Hill, which is one of the seven hills on which Rome was built. Now, fires are super common, mm-hmm. obviously, all the way up into the medieval era and everything, because everything's made of wood. Yeah. yeah. And everything's very dry. But this was different. The fire raged for over a week. No buildings were spared. Mansions, merchant shops, houses, temples, everything burned. Three entire districts of the city were completely destroyed and almost all were heavily damaged. After seven days, the fire came under control. Then the winds whipped it back up and it burned
1: for another three days. Oh my God. Yeah.
0: Like one of the biggest cities in the world burning Mm -hmm. for 10 solid days. This was catastrophic. Yeah. To say the least. Uh, and our sources claim that Nero himself set the fire or ordered it be set. Yeah. What? <laughs> Modern historians highly doubt this. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really make sense. There is evidence that Nero was not even in the city at the time. Okay. Um, and once he heard about the fire and was like, oh, it's not just a fire. Yeah. Like, it's like it's, a fire. It's a big deal. He rushed back. Okay. Because he was like 30 miles away. Yeah.
1: This makes, that makes more sense. So much more sense. Yeah. Uh,
0: he then offered his palace to those who needed shelter while the city was extinguished and then rebuilt. Mm-hmm. So a lot of public buildings were opened. Yeah. To just be like, you guys can stay here. Yeah. Um. So why all the stories claiming that he set the fire? Like, it seems kind of strange that mm-hmm. a, that an emperor would do that.
1: He doesn't seem like a madman. Completely irrational. Yeah. No. no. He and and that's what I was gathering
0: while I read it too. I'm like, this isn't a Caligula. This no. is kind of a, a a whiny little bitch boy, right? Yeah, yeah. No. Um, and when we get to the nicknames, I, I want to show you a picture of Nero <laughs> okay. because uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so our sources don't like Nero. Mm-hmm. They really don't. He he start later on. He starts being mean to the Senate and the people writing are senators yeah and then later on they're christians Mm -hmm. and there's a little bit of christian persecution in this story never um so the main reason for all this is that he started out great but after losing the people he brought back the treason trials without Seneca and Burris to stop him he's like you know what I think killing senators and stuff is a great option and we're kind of broke so oh my
1: god why can't they just go away I know <laughs> who started the treason trials Who was uh, the Tiberius god just yeah. the worst well kind of, yeah the
0: actual treason trials was Tiberius but Augustus did something similar where you know oh. if you oppose me we kill yeah. you and take your stuff just... yeah so any opportunity to make him look bad they took it, and yeah. the histories reflect that. Yeah, just like in the modern day, when gas prices go up, it's suddenly the president's fault. Always. nope. Yeah, he determines. The, the he price. decided that the price. <laughs> he gas woke up and are, said, yeah. "Raise them." <laughs> <laughs> the other reason people blame him is what came after the fire. Mm-hmm. With so much of the city destroyed, Nero saw a perfect opportunity to build a massive new palace complex, and massive is an understatement
1: you just just build it like in the three districts like this is now my palace yes (laughs) this area cleared it all (laughs) oh my god (laughs) huge so i'm going to give you a, a fairly long quote
0: here from suetonius describing the building the following details will give a good idea of its size and splendor this is known as the golden house the entrance hall was large enough to contain a huge, 100-foot-high statue of the emperor, and covered so much ground the triple colonnade was marked by milestones. There was an enormous lake, too, like a small sea, surrounded by buildings representing cities, also landscaped gardens with plowed fields, vineyards, woods, and pastures stocked with wild and domestic creatures. Inside, there was gold Everywhere, with gems and mother of pearl. There were dining rooms whose ceilings were of fretted ivory, with rotating panels that could rain down flowers, and concealed sprinklers to shower the guests with perfume. The main banqueting hall was circular with a revolving dome, rotating day and night to mirror the heavens. And there were baths with seawater and sulfur water on tap. Yeah. (laughs) This thing... Took up most of the center of the city, so like
1: square miles, like just a A palace, massive
0: complex, wow, huge. Now, with much of the city destroyed, you might be wondering how such a massive waste of money can be afforded. Did he just did he just take
1: rich people's money? Oh yes,
0: yeah, and other things. So (laughs) around this time, Nero debased the currency by ten percent. Oh yeah, which. (laughs) he also created laws about certain freedmen so i didn't look into it too deeply but five-sixths of certain uh freedmen's assets were to be given over to nero on their death five-sixths yeah (laughs) most okay yeah let me take like most
1: 84 of your stuff yeah wow that yeah it's probably, probably pretty close. Probably pretty close, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> also, treason trials are a great way to kill off people and take their money. Right. Once again, anyone could turn in their neighbor by saying, Oh, that this guy opposed Nero. <laughs> oh my god. They should probably kill them. Eric Cartman. Yes, yes. Precisely. And temples had too much gold and jewels. Those belong in the golden house. <laughs> no, no gold in the temple.
1: Okay, gold in my place. <laughs> this isn't Catholicism.
0: You don't need all this gold. That's right. <laughs> So, while the house was being built in 65 AD, Nero got a bit angry at his wife, (laughs) Papea. See, Nero loved the races and theater Mm -hmm. and all that things. He liked taking part in them and he loved watching them. Mm -hmm. This was viewed very poorly by the elites, but the commoners kind of liked it. You know, you got to see the emperor enjoying himself at the games. But one night, he stayed out too late for Papea's liking.
1: Oh, boy. What do you think happened when he got home? she yelled at him and made him sleep in a different bed (laughs) i bet she wished
0: she hadn't yelled oh (laughs) so a quote from suetonius nero doted on Papea, yet he caused her death by kicking her when she was pregnant and ill because she complained of his coming home (laughs) late from the
1: races (laughs) this motherfucker (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) now uh it's important to note that the you know killing his mom and killing his first wife are pretty well established that happened yeah the kicking her to death while pregnant is entirely hearsay by suetonius that's, okay
1: that's up for debate
0: also <laughs> likely she died in childbirth and you
1: just okay you know yeah
0: but it sure is more fun to say that the crazy bastard kicked, her to, kicked death. her to death yeah yeah um but you know he did kill his mother and his wife so did the child die oh yeah okay yep all this craziness With the money, with Mm -hmm. the house. Everyone thinks that he set fire to the city and killing his wife. Senators were over it. Yeah. They're sick of this crap. Um, So the good years are done. They had some theatrical weirdo
1: burning down the city, wasting all their money on a palace and killing the elites in treason trials. Yeah, the only one that maybe didn't happen is starting the fire. The other stuff for sure. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) In 65 A.D., a group of powerful men planned to assassinate
0: Nero. They were mm-hmm. led by Gaius Calpurnius Piso. He was a popular statesman and orator. The plan was to kill Nero and have Piso acclaimed emperor by the Praetorians. <laughs> However, a woman named Epicurus got a little chatty about the plot. <sighs> a naval commander found out mm-hmm. and informed Nero. Oh, boy. Epicurus was brutally tortured yeah. after yeah. her arrest, <laughs> uh, but she denied the allegations. So props to her. Yeah, wow. While she was being transported to a second location for some more torture. Oh, good. She killed herself by hanging.
1: So, didn't, didn't
0: let too much slip. So, the plan still went ahead. They would kill Nero during the game, similar to Caligula. Mm-hmm. It's great when everyone's screaming and cheering because yeah. it really covers up all the stabbing and the screaming. Right. So Tacitus tells us many involved in the plot actually planned to kill Piso afterwards and restore the Republic. Mm-hmm. So we still have that kind of plot <laughs> hanging around. It's like, guys, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> this is an empire now. <laughs> We're still calling it the Republic. But. but then a freedman in the household of a man named Scavinus informed Nero's secretary on the day of the planned assassination now scavenus was this freedman's former master freedman being someone who used to be a slave right yeah and so he had kind of good reason to be mm-hmm. like i'm gonna report you yeah um and scavenus was soon taken into custody now upon threat of torture threat of torture he confessed the whole thing <laughs> so a this woman got tortured brutally and mm-hmm. still didn't give anyone up and this, killed herself before this little could, bitch yeah
1: is just like i you're gonna torture me i give up here's everybody yeah, like, i'm going to hit you okay no that's too far i'm gonna <laughs> yeah so
0: after after spilling the beans scavenus was handed over to one of the praetorian prefects there's usually two mm-hmm. um this man was Phanius rufus he was handed over there for punishment maybe not torture but he's yeah. still gonna be punished for being part of the plot but rufus was in on the plot too. nice good fail safe no. Well, for the plot,
1: not for no. him.
0: Scavenus narked on him the second he saw Rufus. Oh, my God. Yep. And with that, the plot was shattered. Yeah. Piso was forced to commit suicide along with 18 others, and an additional 13 were exiled for their part. Seneca, despite being semi-retired, was caught up in all this mm-hmm. and also forced to kill himself. Oh. Yep.
1: So bye-bye, Seneca. At well, least got your encyclopedia. Right.
0: Nero was getting pretty nervous by this point. The people who had once loved him now covered walls with graffiti about him killing his mother, Mm -hmm. which they really loved and supported at the time, but now suddenly matricide's not cool. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) And the conspiracy to kill him had run deep, even reaching his
1: Praetorian prefect. So... Time to go talk to the Oracle at Delphi, I guess. I love how the people's reaction to everyone hating them isn't maybe I'm doing something wrong. It's how do I kill all the people that hate me?
0: (laughs) (laughs) What can I change about me? Wait, I'm perfect. Exactly.
1: No, I am the emperor. Therefore, I can do no wrong just kill all the haters it's just, <laughs> just haters bro get rid of the haters <laughs> yeah if nero lived today he would definitely have a youtube
0: channel where most of it is down votes, but he yeah, keeps posting and sure. saying that the haters just don't understand yeah 100 yeah. percent. you don't understand my art bro <laughs> so he goes to the oracle at delphi and this oracle warned him to beware of the 70th year so nero breathed a sigh of relief he's only 30 no he's got 40 years of rain left yeah but what year is it but this was wrong it's so it's it's, it's we are actually approaching the year 70 ad but so that's I'm talking not about, what it
1: meant so i'm talking about that's not what it How it meant. do you know
0: are you the oracle <laughs> you're right you're right you're right hold on we'll get to that so one governor was fed up with the poor rule and these high taxes to pay for some giant golden house in rome yeah while he's off here ruling a province and it's time to revolt so gaius julius vindex right. rebelled with his province in gaul mm-hmm. in either 67 or 68 ad to gain more support vindex called for another governor to be named emperor not himself smart this was a very popular governor from hispania servius Sulpicius galba I did mention Galba's name earlier. Mm -hmm. He's the one that Agrippina tried to seduce.
1: Ah, yes. The one that denied her
0: advances. Correct. Now, he was a highly experienced, lifelong disciplinarian who had served as just about everything in government except emperor. Okay. He had done everything. Oh, and he was 70 years old. No, too old. (laughs) But 70.
1: Oh, beware the
0: 70. Yeah, there it is. So, um... After not doing much, and we'll talk more about this in the Mastery of Military Might, uh, Nero finally sent another governor to put down Vindex's revolt. Mm-hmm. The two sides met, and Vindex lost. The rebellion was put down, kind, kind of. of. The vicious army, or the vicious, the victorious army, then proclaimed their commander as emperor. Huh? This man <laughs> refused. Okay. But the growing discontent in the armies was becoming clear. Yeah. Meanwhile, Galba was named a public enemy because, you know, he made yeah, himself he, emperor.
1: He, right. He made the, started the revolt, right? Well, Vidic no, started was, it yeah.
0: and Galba was kind of like given the opportunity to yeah. be was emperor. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. But a lot of people really like Galba <laughs> and he was kind of safe over in Spain. Yeah. And gaining popularity. Okay. So he's a public enemy, but... uh, uh, uh. (laughs) So things were looking bleak. Nero had put down the rebellion, but not really. Judea, off in the east, Mm -hmm. uh, was also in open revolt and had been for a couple years at this point. An uprising in Britain had almost lost Claudius' gains on the island a few years earlier. The state was broke. Mm -hmm. The city was still being rebuilt. Mm -hmm. Because that took years to fix. Yeah. And everyone was sick of this music-loving, chariot-riding, poem-reciting douchebag who kept taking their money and killing them. So Nero could see the writing on the wall.
1: Well, yeah, it's pretty obvious, I think.
0: So Suetonius says, quote, But when news of Galba's insurrection in Spain arrived, he fainted away and lay there insensible for a long while, mute and seemingly dead. (laughs) (laughs) He planned to flee to the eastern provinces where his reputation was much better. Yeah. Uh, But some soldiers stopped him. And Suetonius says they told him, is it so dreadful a thing to die? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, (laughs) Uh, when word reached the Senate that Nero had tried to flee, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they declared him a public enemy. Ah, yes. And proclaimed Galba as emperor. There we go. Seeing no other option nero committed suicide nice kind of but we'll go into that more (laughs) in departing demise
1: kind of
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right so what do you think of rome's most infamous emperor
1: wild yeah just honestly it's rough right being a human you think i was like it was he was set up for failure he really was like it's almost hard to blame him, really, when his whole life was just raised by a conniving human, backstabbing, and just filled with all this messed up stuff. Forced to be emperor? Yeah, like...
0: He probably wouldn't have wanted to be, if he had been an adult and been given the choice, hey, do you want to be an actor or do you want to be the emperor?
1: Yeah, it seemed like he was really into the theater stuff. He probably just yeah. been like, eh. I didn't cover a lot of it, but yeah,
0: he like went on tour and shit. Yeah. Like, so, he performed and competed in competitions yeah. for singing and acting mm-hmm. and everything like that was his passion um and to be like thrust into it at 16 Mm -hmm. yeah i agree it's kind of just pathetic yeah it's sad
1: yeah it it really is you're like oh man yeah
0: so let's get into our first round (laughs) mastery of military might so mastery of military might for those unfamiliar it's basically what it sounds like how how well did they do with the military affairs so Right at the beginning of his reign, Mm -hmm. the Roman client king in Armenia was overthrown and replaced with a Parthian king. Now, if you're not familiar, uh, Parthia is the eastern empire uh, adjacent or next to the Roman empire. Armenia is kind of in the northeast part of modern Turkey, and it's always been the buffer state between the two. Okay, It makes their border less Mm -hmm. touching. Yeah. Um, And for a long time, Rome has been in charge by putting a king... On the throne of Armenia, that guy just got overthrown, right, and replaced with a Parthian king. So this is essentially an invasion of Roman territory, right? So, so like, they no longer control that border state, right? Exactly. Gotcha. So Nero called for the levies of the region to be raised, and a general named Corbulo stopped the military incursion by the Parthians. And Nero was likely too young and inexperienced to really be calling the shots on this, but he was in charge when it happened, and they. They were able to keep their own boy on the throne. Mm-hmm. Actually, a new boy because the other guy's dead. Right. But. But. Like, they're, they're people. They're, yeah. <laughs> we won. Yeah. Next, between 60 and 61 AD, Britain saw a massive revolt. Mm-hmm. Now, our English fans will likely know the story of Boudicca's uprising. It's a very famous, famous one. But. I thought Buddha was all about peace and harmony. <laughs> you need to stop
1: <laughs> i could there it was there yeah, i could have had not to do not it. Take it. it
0: so the island was freshly conquered by claudius within living memory because you know it's only been mm-hmm. about 10 years since right. it happened and the many of the locals didn't take kindly to their roman oppressors because obviously the romans <laughs> weren't being very nice about things yeah <laughs> the governor suetonius paulinus was looking for some glory to match that of Corbulo, who mm-hmm. had stopped the Parthians. With this in mind, he took his troops across to an island called Mona. According to Tacitus, the island, quote, had a powerful population and was a refuge for fugitives. After cutting down a bunch of druids, Paulinus returned to Britain, only to find a massive revolt had broken out in his absence. We're talking huge. The king of, of the Iceni, which is a tribe on, mm-hmm. on Britain, uh, had made Nero his heir, along with the king's two daughters. So it's kind of like you guys are going to share, yeah, yeah, this territory. That way, you guys, that way, Rome doesn't need to come in and take it. Mm-hmm. And we're all going to work together. It's going to be great. He figured this would protect his family and his land after his death, and he was wrong. <laughs> uh, the, the lands were seized, and the king's will was just ignored. Okay. Uh, legend has it that Queen Boudicca, his wife, was flogged. And their oh. two daughters were raped by oh, the Romans. Okay. Now, uh, the bunch of natives lost their lands and wealth, and the mm-hmm. soldiers just abused them like slaves. Yeah. Yep. It was really not good. The queen was pissed. Yeah. So, Boudica called in the surrounding tribes and soon had a massive army behind her. And by army, I mean massive mob, like mm-hmm. 100,000 mm-hmm. strong-ish. Paulinus rushed back to Londinium. Which is the 20-year-old settlement that would grow into modern London? Okay, it's uh, there, it's actually interesting. Part of the original wall is still there.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah,
0: it's very small amount, but mm-hmm. yeah, like they, it was pretty sweet. <laughs> um, anyway, just geeking out about history stuff. So Paulina's rushed back there, thinking, okay, I need to get up a defense and whatever. Now Boudica led her people toward this walled settlement, just burning everything. Mm-hmm. Just they're buying people. They're they are pissed yeah. off. Um, She burned several cities along the Mm -hmm. way, too. When she arrived at Londinium, Paulinus, who was a pretty good military leader, was like, okay, I can't win this. Mm -hmm. So he evacuated, bugged out of there to get reinforcements. So Londinium was burned Mm -hmm. and everyone killed. Yeah. It was real bad. So with Londinium and the two other cities that were razed to the ground, an estimated seventy to 80,000 people were slaughtered. It was very clear at this point that this revolt was not about taking land. Nah, it's revenge. It was pure vengeance. Kill them all. Call me Batman. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I am vengeance. I am Boudicca man. Uh, But a massive mob was never going to be any match for the Roman legions Mm -hmm. once they were reinforced and ready. Yeah. Um, So despite being heavily outnumbered, Paulinus smashed the rebellion Mm -hmm. shortly after Londinium, and Boudicca either died of an illness or committed suicide. And that was the end of that uprising. Very famous uprising. Then in 62 AD, the king Nero had installed in Armenia decided it would be a great idea to invade a Parthian province, which kicked off a second war between the two empires.
1: Okay, good.
0: But in 63 AD, Nero was in a tough spot. The empire was running out of money, Mm -hmm. and he's not a military guy at all. So he's like, you know what? I think peace is the option. Uh, He signed a peace deal, which to some would have been like hey don't be a bitch Mm -hmm. but to many and in you know modern light we'll talk about it more in lives of the living pretty good move next the great jewish revolt or the first jewish roman war as i mentioned the judean provinces Mm -hmm. were not happy Mm -hmm. and were in open revolt in 66 ad the people of judea were getting pretty sick of the mistreatment and taxation of their people i didn't mention it because honestly i didn't see it in my research until this week uh, but Tiberius and Claudius had banned Jews from Rome.
1: Oh, yeah. Good old fashioned Jewish persecution. Oh yeah,
0: gotcha. Yeah, we're starting off strong. <laughs> um, and taxation on this religion was common.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, there were no other major monotheistic religions in the empire, mm-hmm. and their their whole thing was polytheism, where it's right. like whoever, yeah. whatever gods you're looking for, go for it. But the Jews, you know, kind of were like, well, we only want the one. Don't talk to us about the other. We're not sacrificing. Right, 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 right. So th- they were weird. <laughs> kind of like this weird Christian cult. Who are these Christians?
1: Right. What is well, this, like, we'll figure it out. You know,
0: weird people.
1: Yeah, we'll get there later, I'm guessing.
0: So yeah. the, the Jews and the Christians were always just kind of the outcasts. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to get into the nitty gritty of the Great Jewish Revolt more next week um, because it goes on past Nero's life. Um, but just so you know, Nero put a man named Vespasian in charge of four legions and sent him off to Judea to sort it out. Lots happened, but this war carries on past his reign, um, which ended two years later That was weirdly worded. Nero died two years into this mm-hmm. war, and it carried on for a few years after that. Um, but Nero put this man in charge and he won. So you get that credit, I suppose. Now, the Gallic revolt, revolt, the one that leads to the end. At first, when um, I don't know, of course, I don't even Vindex uh, rose up, Nero did almost nothing just mm-hmm. he's, he's like I don't care I don't, I don't really want uh. but then when Galba got pulled in it kind of became more serious yeah and he's like oh shoot okay maybe I should do something so Zutonius says That he started preparing for a campaign and here's a quote his first thought in preparing for a campaign was allocating the wagons to carry his theatrical props and since he intended to take his concubines with him, to have their hair trimmed in manly style and have them issued with amazonian axes and shields
1: okay yeah
0: (laughs) and as i said he technically won this revolt since his army defeated the rebelling army Mm -hmm. uh obviously he wasn't there fighting no um but this is where everything fell apart His uh, victorious army tried to appoint their general as emperor, Mm -hmm. and Galba was still in open revolt. Then Nero died, so ultimately he lost the civil war. Yes. (laughs) So this is a weirdly mixed bag, Um, and we need to give him a rating out of 10 each for mastery of military might. He he didn't do anything Mm -hmm. himself, Mm -hmm. but all of the revolts and the two wars with Parthia were victories until the last revolt where he technically won the fighting but just died because everyone hated him. I'm thinking like a two or a three.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair because I don't even think he was... I don't think he had his hands in any of it at all other than being like, you're the general, take care of it. Not even helping planning. I don't think he had any anything to do with any of it so what do you think what do you think for a score yeah like a two a two okay i'll match your two yeah i think i think
0: that's fair at least
1: like the other ones we've talked about that haven't been directly fighting i'm sure we're involved in the planning like directly involved in the planning of things right and not just like you take care of it. Yeah, Just
0: you go do that for me, quick. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna,
1: I gotta prepare my theater wagon, and uh <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't want my concubines to
0: feel like not at home. Right. While we're while we're traveling to battle. <laughs> All right, terrific. So that's a four for mastery of military might, and on to the next.
1: Terrible
0: tyranny. Terrible tyranny. How terrible and or tyrannical were they? So let's let's take a look. So. He killed his mom. He did. In a pretty wild way. Well, you know,
1: long time coming.
0: And may have had an incestuous relationship with her. Right. Yeah. He killed his first wife, Claudia. He also likely tortured witnesses until he could build a very flimsy case of adultery against her. (laughs) We're just going to torture you until you tell us what we want so that we can kill her. Yeah. And then we'll kill you too. Yeah. So, okay. May have kicked his pregnant wife, Pompeia Sabina, to death but well, probably not highly questionable <laughs> suetonius tell, tells us he beat up and sometimes even murdered citizens at night while dressed as a commoner this he may have been doing with his buddy otho one time he even got beaten half to death by a senator after harassing his wife <laughs> while doing this <laughs> yeah so this guy probably didn't realize it was the emperor All right, and, and he, kicked the shit out of him yeah. <laughs> um he had actors uh, brawl and attack each other with stones and broken furniture that was just kind of an offhanded thing that i read in yeah. <laughs> one of the accounts and was like okay <laughs> that's strange um he entered competitions that he never lost for obvious reasons oh <laughs> you know um singing and acting competitions right he brought back the treason trials another quote from suetonius thereafter nero dispensed with all moderation and ruined whoever he wished indiscriminately And on every imaginable pretext. Yep. He might have raped a Vestal virgin. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's Um, a big,
1: big no no. That's a
0: no 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 no. He definitely seduced married women. Yeah. And certainly abused freedborn boys. Okay. Two of whom we know about. One was Sporus, who was probably between 14 and 16. Okay. Sporus was to be Nero's wife. Oh. This meant Sporus needed to be castrated.
1: Oh, God.
0: Following this, he was dressed in women's clothes and paraded around as Nero's new wife. It is speculated that Sporus looked like Papea, and he did this out of regret for killing her.
1: Poor child. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so Sporus looked like Papea who yeah. looked like his mom. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a yeah. thing. <laughs> I think that's a kink or something. Definitely got a type. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> So this this boy he married where he was the husband and mm-hmm. the boy was the wife. Mm-hmm. Doriferous was the second one that he married, and this time Nero was to play the role of wife, though for some reason he didn't need to be castrated. Well, right, no, right, naturally. Um, there was a quote too about like when when. I don't, I didn't want to include it, but now I kind of wish I had because it's pretty wild Uh, (laughs) where when they got quote unquote married, Mm -hmm. because obviously it wasn't official. Yeah. uh, He uh, screamed like a virgin when he was penetrated and like, (laughs) and insisted that he would always be as loud as possible while having sex with (laughs) Doriferous. Yeah. The weird things that you, you find while reading about these people. Uh, And then a quote final quote about his sexual stuff from Suetonius. He debased himself sexually to the extent that after exploiting every aspect of his body, he invented an erotic game whereby he was loosed from a cage dressed in a wild animal's pelt, attacked the private parts of men and women bound to stakes and then excited (laughs) enough and then when excited enough was, quote, dispatched by his freedman, Deriferous. (laughs) Yeah. Now, you know, wow. Things like that always make me go, really? I don't know, man. Some <laughs> really
1: freaky sexual stuff happens. He
0: was a furry I, I, too.
1: I, maybe. <laughs> like Jesus. You gotta think about you gotta think about where his mind how messed up his mind would have to be from his childhood oh, yeah. and with his mother and I, I wouldn't put it past you know you're you're <laughs> not wrong being given that much power that young yeah and dad. also being seduced by your mother really gonna mess yeah. with your brain yeah really oh,
0: god yeah yeah you make now you're making me think that it definitely could have happened yeah no, it's... Uh, all right well he may have started the great fire of rome eh. uh highly unlikely yeah he's he did start the treason trials back up yeah um and he used it to that to kill off threats um, and it's just kind of like a Julio-Claudian family tradition. Yeah, it's just normal. It's yeah, just the standard. <laughs> yeah. Um, he also persecuted the Christians, mm. though not nearly as much as a lot of people make out. There are some later uh, Roman emperors who do a lot worse things to the Christians. Right. But Nero is kind of held up as the Christian persecutor. Huh. Despite Christians being a super small sect at this time. Was, like, he, was Nero mostly just like, give me more money or leave? He blamed them for the fire. Oh, okay, and then did execute some good scapegoat. Yeah, good. It's what it was. So, those those are the main things um, for terrible tyranny. It's it's bad, but as we'll talk in lasting legacy, I don't know why he's held up as like
1: the wor- like the most
0: when tyrannical. Caligula was right there. Yeah, like <laughs> again, even if half the things they said about Caligula weren't true, he's still way worse than Nero. Uh, yeah, but Nero is the one that most people have heard of and they think of as like the the bad guy. Hmm. So I don't know I, this he researching him made me go, huh? He's a lot less like evil madman and a lot more pathetic. But you know, he yeah, killed his I- mom. I don't I wives. do not
1: see killing his mother as a tyrannical thing at all, man. He really? put it off for so long <laughs> and she would not stop. <laughs> like it had to happen. It had to happen. Like it wasn't like he just became powerful and was like oh, fuck you mom, you're dead. It was years and he was yeah. just like stop. Just stop it. Go away. Stop it, okay? Public humiliation still. <laughs> still? <laughs> go live somewhere else still. still? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I don't I, I do not hold that one very much against him. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. So he killed Claudia. Yeah.
0: Which is not cool. Right. Um the treason trials, the uh potential killing of his second wife. So for context, obviously Caligula got a perfect 20 mm-hmm. Ten from each of us. Uh Augustus got nineteen. I gave him ten, you gave him nine. Yeah. And Caesar got a seven and a six.
1: Yeah. I'm hovering. I'm hovering somewhere between six, seven, eight. I was gonna say. I think he needs to be a bit more than, like, right around Caesar level. Yeah,
0: because Augustus was actually kind of a tyrant. Um, and Caligula was insane. Yuck.
1: <laughs> yeah, Caligula was, yeah, yeah, Caligula was. Yeah, Caligula was something else. <laughs> man. So I'll stick at a seven. I'm gonna give him a seven. I think that's
0: fair, and I'll also give him a seven, and that puts him one above Caesar.
1: Yeah, and I'm giving him some just benefit of the doubt of just being so mentally destroyed by circumstance that I just poor guy. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of feel bad for yeah. him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that is a 14 for terrible tyranny. Lives of the living. Okay. Lives of the living. How good were the lives of their subjects? Mm. So let's look. Uh, so early in his reign, mm-hmm. he eased the taxes. Uh, he purportedly distributed 40 gold pieces to every commoner. I It didn't specify, but I assume this means just in Rome. Okay. Uh, but unclear. Uh, poorer senators were granted a stipend, uh, mm. and senators didn't get money from being senators. The whole thing was it's a rich kid club, so like you already have to be rich to oh, be there. okay. So uh, this was kind of just a nice way to be like, oh, you're on hard times. Well, Mm -hmm. here's a stipend so that you can stay a senator. Um, He also granted the Praetorian Guard a free monthly allowance of grain. Okay. So I mentioned the wars with Parthia Mm -hmm. and the subsequent peace deal. So what it was after the second war, the new deal was that the Parthians were going to name the king of Armenia. Yep. And they had to be approved and crowned By the Roman Emperor. Mm -hmm. So it was like this deal where you guys choose, but we approve. That (laughs) way everyone's happy. And this, you know, to some at the time was a a cop out. Like why give in and sign a peace deal. But this resulted in 50 years of peace. Mm -hmm. That means the only outside threat to Rome for 50 years was not a threat. Yeah. Which is crazy. That's a crazy good thing. Great deal. Like there is no empire... That can stand up to rome anywhere else yeah and the one who can is now we're good with them we're good yeah until trajan comes along and that boy that God.
1: name stands out too he's fun okay so <laughs>
0: yeah um that's kind of the good the empire ticked along um mm-hmm. but he so cons he spent so much money and to base the currency, ruining mm-hmm. the Roman economy and depleting the state treasury. Yep, <laughs> A fun quote from Suetonius, Nero thought a magnificent fortune could only be enjoyed by squandering it
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> like what's the point of having all this fortune if i can't spend it all i need to get rid of this this, this pile of gold i yeah, don't like no, this no, no. use it
0: yeah so nero also preferred to sing and act mm-hmm. as opposed to lead and rule mm-hmm. uh this was fine while he had advisors running the show but once yeah. he kind of was like no i'm in charge he
1: yeah. was like D- well you gotta keep you gotta do yeah, something like if you're in then. charge you should do things yeah
0: and i just wanted to give a note on his singing career <laughs> from suetonius <laughs> <laughs> Uh, while he was singing, no one could leave the theater, however urgent the need, right. forcing women to give birth there, or so they say. Okay, many spectators, wearied by listening and applauding, <laughs> fearfully dropped from the wall at the back, so escaped. Yeah, since the doors were closed, or <laughs> pretended to die and have themselves carried <laughs> off for burial. <laughs>
1: pretended to die. <laughs> just, just, just a thing there. Like, you can't. I can't stand it. I can't. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, so I also have to give a a little spoiler alert. Um, His failings as a leader and his death led to the one major blip in the 200-year Pax Romana, the Roman peace. Mm -hmm. So we're now in the year of the four emperors. Okay. That's what comes after Nero. So overall, things were okay, except the economy and people hating him led to the one civil war in 200 years. Mhm. So what do we think? It's again a mixed bag. It's it not is. horrible,
1: but it's not very good. No, and the biggest thing that stands out as like a kind of a, the biggest FU to the people is just building his massive lavish compound yeah. over the ruins of the city. <laughs> <laughs> like hey, your home used to be there, my yeah, house is there now. Yeah, it's like ah <laughs> Sucks to suck, I'm gonna build a great thing over here for me for uh, me, yeah, but you know you can look at it from afar, <laughs> people were allowed in it actually it well, okay, was, it was a public that makes sense He wanted to show it off. right, but yep. you can't live there no no and no he no, just no, took no, up no, no. all this, this is my house space. so we gave Caligula
0: five each because he just like yeah. while he was crazy, like the people weren't yeah, early. which seems fair, so there's three major revolts. In his reign, mm-hmm. which says that the people aren't very happy. Yeah. Um. And then the economy's going
1: down. I'm tempted to... So, just like... like a dip below a Caligula. Four, yeah. Yeah, three uh, or four. Four. Probably four. Yeah, especially since he's...
0: Well, I want to give him an extra point for that peace deal, because peace with the parthians is a pretty big so i might give him a five if you want to stay with four that's i'll stay fun. at four okay so that'll
1: be just a little bit below caligula yeah economic ruin is still a big deal
0: yeah i think it is <laughs> so that is a nine for lives of the living he's doing all right but not great right yeah. any Which stretch
1: honestly is fair when you look at the circumstances you're like yeah that adds up that makes yeah. sense yeah. yeah
0: so now on to the next departing demise all right. Departing demise. This is this is how they died and yep. how interesting it is. Mm-hmm. So, after trying to flee Rome to the eastern provinces, <laughs> yeah. Nero was named a public enemy by the Senate. Yeah, Galba had essentially won. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Nero, uh, hearing essentially that he was going to lose, mm-hmm. hadn't heard that he was a public enemy yet. Right. Uh, tried to flee again. <laughs> uh, this time, he headed to the villa of one of his loyal freedmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, They rode horses out of the city, careful to keep Nero's face covered so he would not be spotted. Mm -hmm. Quote from Suetonius, immediately there was an earth tremor and a flash of lightning illuminated him. He could hear the shouts of soldiers from the nearby camp, foretelling his ruin and Galba's triumph. That might have been Tacitus. I don't know why I don't have the name on here for that quote. But anyway, someone said that. They reached the road to the villa and departed their horses, hoping to sneak in the back of the complex unnoticed. They trudged through bushes and brambles, rain drenching their cloaks Mm -hmm. as the thorns tore unseemly holes in them. Seems very theatrical. Yes. (laughs) A tunnel was dug under the complex's walls to allow the ex-emperor to go in without being seen. Wow. After reaching safety, reality began to sink in. (laughs) All was lost. Yeah. Nero could not carry on. Sooner or later, Galba would catch him Mm -hmm. and execute him. His freedmen then convinced him the best option would probably be to kill yourself.
1: Yeah, make it, you
0: know, hopefully as painless as possible. Right. So Nero ordered his men to dig a massive grave in the back of the complex. And while this was being done, he was weeping, Mm -hmm. crying openly. And uh, Suetonius tells us that he just kept muttering to himself, what an artist dies here. (laughs) Wow, he really just thought he was the best thing ever. Oh, yeah, he's the ever. He's, Yeah. He, uh, that, that, what an artist dies in me is another way that that's often quoted. Okay. So that's another famous Nero quote. Uh, Suetonius goes on to say that a messenger then arrived and informed him of his public enemy status. There you go. And that the plan was to punish him in the quote, ancient fashion. Okay. So again, Suetonius. <laughs> quote asking what that was <laughs> he learned that the victim was stripped naked had his head thrust in a wooden fork so basically like in the in the gallows thing, yeah not the gallows The what are those called that gallows is right isn't gallows it? is where they hang people but the oh oh yeah you know what i'm talking remember. about the thing yeah. that holds you in place so you yeah. can't move um the stockade there you go there we go and beaten to death with rods <laughs> <laughs> yeah that doesn't sound preferable yeah he then grabbed two daggers uh and gently tested them on himself gently yeah oh that's pointy yeah (laughs) wow that'll that'll do the job (laughs) then threw them away and declared he was not ready to die (laughs) (laughs) oh that kind of (laughs) hurt i'm not gonna do this (laughs) and then over the next few hours he begged sporus the man he had castrated or the boy Mm -hmm. he had castrated and made his wife to quote weep and moan for him yes Um, he also asked someone else please will you kill yourself to show me how it's done <laughs> <laughs>
1: i need a demonstration <laughs> please, please i
0: don't know how to do this oh my god then he repeatedly called himself a coward
1: well okay and
0: readied himself to end it all that's fair this this that's logical yeah uh horses were approaching they could hear them outside yeah they were coming it's time to do this thing still unable to do the deed himself nero had
1: his private secretary stab him in the throat I mean, i just be like, okay, who's the biggest soldier I have here with me? And where's the biggest weapon? Please cut my head off in a clean stroke. He actually, (laughs) so I don't have this in here, but since you mentioned
0: it uh, while reading this, he specifically asked his freedmen to ensure that no one cut his head off. Even after he died, he wanted to be burned full cremated as one
1: all right yeah i don't yeah. know whatever weird religious fucking ceremonial thing you wanted that for i think getting the biggest man to just clean swipe <laughs> that head right off would be a good way to go <laughs> it'd be
0: quick and painless yeah
1: ideally hopefully <laughs> they miss so it's, it's, it's hit you in the shoulder oh sorry <laughs> or we
0: just don't know how it works and once your head comes off your brain's still alive for like a minute and you're like
1: yeah but it's cut off from all the neural pathways to your body so you won't feel the pain oh thank you either way so as the soldiers burst in, they found the thirty year old half dead and bleeding God. out fast. God. He that died terrible soon after. Why? Did you stab me in the throat. Just do it. <laughs> just oh, do it.
0: Man. Oh, I hope to never be stabbed. <laughs> just sounds pretty terrible. God. Okay. So it's pretty pretty fun death. <laughs> what do you what do you think? Seven. You know, seven, so just solid, like you don't yeah. even Okay.
1: Yeah, I think seven. You know, uh, it's entertaining. It's you know certainly entertaining. It's not wild, but him as a personality just makes it entertaining. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with an eight. It, okay, it's, it's yeah, pretty yeah. It's it it wraps up the patheticness of him. I know. Well, so it just, well. Yeah, it just makes me so much more sad to feel like oh, this guy just really got a rough draw in life. Yeah. Yeah, he became the emperor, but he just really. That just wasn't his thing. Yeah. And he just really didn't... Just wanted to be an actor. He just really didn't want to be here, but... Yeah. uh,
0: Yeah, okay. So that's a 15 for Departing Demise. Pretty good. (laughs) Pretty good. Lasting Legacy. So, Lasting Legacy. Yep. Okay. So... He was the last spoiler, Julio
1: Claudian. Okay, I didn't see that coming. Seeing as the tree is done, yeah. <laughs> the family tree is done. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't have kids, did he? You know. Well, it officially,
0: it mentioned that he had one with Papaea, but then I didn't see anything mentioned about them again.
1: Okay, so they either died in childbirth or died at such a childhood some point in time. Yeah, because I think it said that she was pregnant the second time when she died. Okay, so actually, that
0: makes sense too because she was pregnant right after. Uh, his mom died Mm. and then later she died while pregnant. So somewhere along the way, there was a kid that I didn't look into.
1: So sorry, listeners, I don't know. Well, obviously isn't that important if they're not part of any of the main history. Mm -hmm. So more importantly is this lasting image
0: of the man that we have 2,000 years later. Yeah. Um, If you asked random people on the street to name a Roman emperor, again, they would say wrongly Julius Caesar Mm -hmm. and then Nero the crazy one.
1: Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's just what they would do. And honestly, after
1: learning more about Caligula, I'm so confused. Yeah, because Nero was just sad and Caligula was crazy. Caligula was crazy. Insane. Yeah. And Nero was just a dork. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nero was just like, I don't want to be emperor. Uh I don't want to die. I wanna sing. yeah <laughs> That's that sums up him. <laughs> yeah. And it could be later Christian bias. Because he became known
0: as the Christian persecutor, but that's there's not that much.
1: Doesn't seem like the mainstay of his. No, it wasn't like he was just like,
0: find all the Christians and kill them. That
1: comes later. Yeah. Like a couple hundred years later. Yeah. Because right now the Christians just aren't really. Mm -hmm.
0: Here's a quote the whole thing mentioned by Suetonius about the Christians. Punishment was meted out to the Christians from 64 AD, a group of individuals given over to a new and harmful set of superstitions. That's it. That's what's mentioned about it. So, yeah, he, he was mean to the Christians. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can see the Suetonius writing, you know, 50 years later, still just kind of like, yeah, the this group. Mm-hmm. They're kind of weird. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. They didn't like think of them as some horrible scourge or anything. It is likely that his persecution of the Christians, though highly exaggerated, is the reason we still remember him. Mm-hmm. Um, but... There are many later Roman emperors, like I said, who do much worse things to the Christians. So it's like, why? Regardless, he has a powerful lasting legacy. He is the crazy emperor who banged and killed his mom. Right. Then set his own eternal city on fire and played fiddle, played a fiddle that he got from time travelers while he watched it burn. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, actually, he played the liar. Okay. No stupid person. You uh, are a liar. Ha! Got him. Got him. All right. Yep. Play on words. to like it there. Ha ha. So, this one again is tough where, like, his legacy is significant, but mostly wrong. Yeah. So, it's yeah. like, ah, uh, everyone else has had, <laughs> we had uh, <laughs> Caesar and Augustus have perfect 20s. Right. And then Caligula has an 18. Yeah. And I think Nero. Oh, it's it's tough. Like, how do
1: we rate that? It's it's hard because it is inaccurate. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. <laughs> like, it's like he's remembered, but it's very like, wrong. Yeah, you're like that doesn't make sense when you actually look at any of the history. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so I'm thinking like middle of the road. Give him a five because yeah. he is remembered, but not. I was gonna the say six. Okay. Yeah, because because
1: people will recognize his name, even though. They don't know anything, so they don't know they're wrong, but they recognize the name. (laughs) Right, (laughs) yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So a five and a six? Uh, Yeah. It's a solid 11. Man. what This was interesting. This was a very interesting one to research it's really wild that he's regarded as the crazy emperor and caligula existed (laughs) like yeah (laughs) just like that where you like that man literally poignantly knew what he was doing and wanted to just have chaos and just mayhem and just fucking murder and just like just (laughs) depraved (laughs) yeah just bad this guy was just didn't want to be there
0: (laughs) yeah it's just yeah it's really sad All right, so I totaled up his score. I'll remind you, Julius Caesar got an 85.5. Yeah. Augustus got 82. Uh Uh-huh. Caligula, 67. Yeah. What do you think Nero got? Uh, 53
1: wow did i get it yeah dude hey! let's go <laughs> let's go Damn, there, was, there was no editing that was a real-time guess that was actually <laughs> now you made them think it wasn't but that actually was
0: <laughs> oh my god let's move on to the final round and tell him he's not great got him yeah
1: yeah <laughs> correct <laughs> correct honestly yeah not great and uh honestly i just want to nero the sad man <laughs> just like just hold on hold on we got to play life. we gotta roll the clip we gotta roll the clip <laughs> the great
0: okay so Uh, so we've he's not gonna get the title of the great no okay not even close um and so you said nero the sad i also like i said i want to show you a picture of him actually just come over here real quick and look at him (laughs) i want to call him nero neckbeard because he kind of acts like one, and he actually has a neck
1: beard. I would call that a solid chin strap as well. You know, <laughs> that's just funny. But I don't know, man. So I, I was actually kind of torn. Like
0: I was having a hard time coming up with nicknames. So I had like Nero the Poet, which mm-hmm. is what he'd want to be. Yeah, uh, he wasn't. I really like Nero the Neck Beard. Uh, Nero Mama's Boy. No, Nero the Unworthy. And you said Nero the Sad. And I also had Nero the last because oh, right, cuz he's the last, last
1: of the Julio-Claudian bloodline. Yeah. So,
0: kind of torn. I don't <laughs> really know what I want to call him, but uh, Neckbeard made me laugh a lot.
1: Well, yeah, that one's just funny for yeah. like alliteration. That you know? and it like really makes sense.
0: He's just <laughs> a dork, sad, lonely dude with mommy issues. Yeah. If that's And then he's got a ne- he also is noted If if you if you go look at the the uh, busts that I use for Mm -hmm. the images of these, he's the first one that you can actually distinctly tell that he's someone else. The others all look very similar. Is
1: this 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 looks a lot like him? Isn't that that's that's him? him, That's right. Yeah, because he becomes Nero.
0: Yeah, Jordan Uh, is looking at the uh, sheet with the family
1: tree uh, on it what a guy yeah no i really want to i want to i still want to stick with something about the sad or the misunderstood <laughs> or the misplaced <laughs> like just <laughs> this, this poor, shouldn't have been there this fucking poor soul man okay
0: so nero the pathetic yeah that would work too okay hmm do you have a strong preference for anyone no i just feel bad for him <laughs>
1: I just feel bad for the man. Can, can we
0: can we can we combine it and do like Nero the sad neck beard? Sure. <laughs> yes. All right. That's fine. I just
1: oh man. Let's go. It's like wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, he wrong really, person. <laughs> yeah. His his mother should have just left him alone. He should <laughs> yeah. have just left him be go to the theater, and then Britannicus could have been the emperor, and it just it would have been fine. Yeah, everything would have been good maybe you know yeah probably not <laughs>
0: oh well goodness so we've got uh no the great he's no. not going on the great wall with augustus and caesar no 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 he's burning in hell with caligula yeah um lowest scoring so far not yeah. surprising um and he is
1: nero the sad neckbeard beard. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think that all adds up i think it works i think
0: it works a lot all right well Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Somehow, this one is going to be the shortest episode.
1: Which is wild because I thought it was going to be one of the longer ones.
0: Yeah, I did. But I guess this is the point where we uh, babble at each other while it slowly fades out and music plays.
1: Yeah, I just can't get over how unfortunate this man's life was. I yes, just can't it's imagine. Sad. I find myself having more pity yes. when I get older, <laughs> just being like, oh, no. Damn, this empathy. <laughs> this poor soul. <laughs> life.